This video is brought to you by Blessed Be God Boutique, maker of Catholic fashionable apparel, handmade accessories, and more. It's always great when we get some breaking news on a Sunday. If you haven't heard by now, Francis has, at his Angelus address on Sunday, confirmed what many of us suspected would happen. He is going to hold a consistory, not in January, but in September. Now that's significant because typically consistories are announced in winter, January, February, March, somewhere around there, for the consistory to happen in August, for there to be as many months to prepare as possible. It's not normal for them to be announced in July for the coming September. Barely two months to prepare before this happens. And just a note, uh, this video that you're watching right now has bumped a video I had ready for you for tomorrow to, t to uh, Tuesday, and I believe I make a reference in that video to a consistory likely to happen in the new year. So, uh, mea culpa on that, just please uh, roll with me on that one. And the reason I mention that consistory in that is because there were a number of bishops that are named in the uh, official announcement for who is going to be elevated to the office of a cardinal archbishop. We're going to focus on two of them, but he, Francis has named 21 men to become cardinals. 18 of them will have the right to vote in the next conclave. A conclave is where the cardinals gather, the college of cardinals gather, as a body, behind closed doors, without the public watching, to elect the next sovereign pontiff of the Catholic Church. And uh, we're going to focus on two names here. And the first we're going to focus on is, of course, uh, Archbishop Fernandez, who is the prefect for the dicastery of the Congregation of the Doctrine of the Faith, or the prefect for the dicastery of the Doctrine of the Faith. They changed it from a congregation to a dicastery, and that still causes me confusion. And I say in tomorrow's video that he would likely be named a cardinal, and again, that has been announced just now, well, as I'm recording this late on Sunday, for your consumption on Monday. That was a given. Everyone who's ever held that position going back to at least the 1960s, probably back to going back to when it was the Holy Office before the Second Vatican Council, has had the title of a cardinal. So that was a given. Um, and uh, as we'll note here in a moment, James Martin is celebrating this on Twitter, and he, as he says in one of his tweets, this isn't just about the, you know, the promotion, you know, the office the person holds, what Francis thinks of the person. So... This is an endorsement of the adult poetry writing Archbishop Fernandez, and uh, whose uh, faults are much more important than the poetry he wrote that is nasty, as I'll go into tomorrow, but some of his rather bizarre theo theological statements he has made over the years, especially about the morality of the flesh and other important issues. So he, of course, he as predicted is getting a promotion. The Vatican's Apostolic Nuncio to the U.S. is getting a promotion but the one I really want to give you a, really want to focus on here for a couple of minutes is the Arch, is Archbishop Robert Francis Prevost. Prevost. I'm not sure how to pronounce his name, but he is the new prefect of the Dicastery of Bishops. He's an American. He's from the United States. Here we're going to uh, scroll back a little bit here to Archbishop or to Bishop Strickland. You remember, you certainly do, that he received an apostolic visitation from Rome. And the going rumor is that the Vatican is going to, that Francis is going to 
fire Bishop Strickland, basically, not give him a place to operate like they did with uh, the uh, that bishop from Puerto Rico that a couple of years ago basically lost his position and has had no job in Rome or anywhere else since then, that they're essentially going to give him the same treatment. This is the bishop who requested the apostolic visitation formally. Now, obviously, the apostolic visitation was done on behalf of Francis and was probably requested by him. But in writing, this came from him. So if we go to catholicvote.org for this, where they give us this story about Bishop Strickland, apostolic visitation, we go all the way to the bottom of it. And here they say, quote, The apostolic visitation was requested by the new prefect of the Dicastery of Bishops, Archbishop Robert Francis Prevost. Prevost, a Chicago native and a member of the Order of St. Augustine, served as a missionary in Peru. On September 26, 2015, Pope Francis appointed him Bishop of Chicleo, which is in northern Peru. On November 21, 2020, Francis appointed Prevost as a member of the Congregation for Bishops upon the recommendation of Cardinal Blaise Supich of Chicago. <laughs> On January 30, 2023, Francis appointed Prevost as Prefect for the Dicastery of Bishops, effective April 12th. Prevost is slated to become the next U.S. Cardinal in the upcoming consistory. So, end quote. So they have since updated this article here to reflect that news. This is for a job well done. In fact, this American bishop is probably one of the most Francis of American bishops. Again, take a look at his, his resume here. He, he was a bishop. He was a missionary in Peru and was named by Francis to be a bishop in northern Peru. One of those countries on the peripheries that Francis spends so much time thinking about, and for good reasons, I'll probably, but this bishop would have been very, very active at the Pacamama Synod the, that gave us the document for Telly Tutti and talked about an Amazonian rite of mass and all that other nonsense. And he is a friend of Cardinal Blaise Supich of Chicago. Archbishop, soon to be Cardinal Prevost, is serving as the dicastery, as the prefect for the dicastery of bishops, the one who ordered the apostolic visitation of Bishop Strickland. Do not be surprised if, in the coming years, because Cardinal Supich is nearing the age of mandatory retirement, it's, that's not that far away for him, for him, if he replaces Supich in Chicago. He would be on the short list because he's from Chicago and because he knows Cardinal Supich. Supich would likely give the recommendation to Francis, assuming Francis is still around when that happens, to replace him in Chicago. This is a, a promotion for a job well done. And that's the only way this can be viewed. That is what we're looking at here. So Prevost is likely at some point to end up in Chicago, or at least he has a better chance than many other bishops, assuming, of course, that Supich is retires while Francis is still around, which Francis isn't exactly in the best health, but you never know. It's, I find it kind of ghoulish for people to predict that he'll be gone soon, because that's not usually how life works anyway. But there's another thing here that we need to remember. The consequence of a consistory, especially when you start talking about moving bishops to the Roman Curia, is that there are a number of bishops who are going to be retiring. I did a video on that a few months ago. So one of the things you should watch for, and let me know in the comments if, you, if this applies to your diocese. In your diocese, is your bishop retiring? The mandatory age for retirement of a bishop of the Catholic Church is 75 years old. They, at 70, age 75, on their birthday, they submit a letter to the Pope, who then approves or does not approve of their resignation. Usually they are kept in, on hand if there's just not enough... Well, 
bishops waiting in the wings essentially for a promotion, or if the uh, the pope in question has you know likes the bishop enough or thinks that that bishop is doing too good of a job and needs to stick around for a while longer. That really depends. We uh, we have seen a. Uh, um, an example of this was uh, for at the age of 80 is when cardinals usually retire, but um, th when uh, Cardinal Robert Seurat hit the mandatory retirement age, he kept his job for a while to, um, in the Roman Curia until he criticized Francis publicly. Then within a few days, he, his, uh, his <laughs> retirement resignation was uh, accepted on the spot. That's why you haven't heard much from Cardinal Seurat, is he retired and doesn't have a job in the Roman Curia anymore. But the thing you should watch for in the coming weeks, coming months, are announcements for uh, bishops getting moved around, a bishop from a smaller diocese getting moved to a larger diocese, or a bishop from a reasonably sized diocese getting promoted to becoming an archbishop somewhere, and then auxiliary bishops getting promoted to smaller dioceses. We saw this uh, earlier this year or late last year when Bishop Robert Barron was moved from being an auxiliary bishop in Los Angeles to where he is now in the American heartland. Don't be surprised if you start seeing more of this happening. And I have been predicting for a while that at some point, Pastor Jimmy Martin of the Jesuit Church is going to become a bishop, probably an auxiliary bishop somewhere. If I had to guess where, either Chicago for some very obvious prancy-dancy reasons, or Los Angeles for some other obvious reasons, namely his skills in media and messaging and that kind of thing. Now, of course, a priest, whenever he is offered to become an auxiliary bishop somewhere, is uh, always free to turn the job down. And Jesuits always have to get the permission of the superior general of the Jesuit order to become a bishop because they take an oath otherwise to not become a bishop. Often that is, of course, granted that permission. And I don't know if Pastor Jimmy Martin actually has any, uh, shall we say, ambitions of becoming a bishop. I actually hope he doesn't. It would actually uh, give me a little token of respect for him because... A uh, true believer in a cause doesn't always necessarily need to seek more positions of power to attain those goals. And even if I fundamentally disagree with his cause, there would be something, I think, at least slightly positive about him turning that position down. But you never know. It wouldn't surprise me. I've been predicting that that could happen for a long time. But you will might, you may start seeing some high profile, in, you know, in a local sense, like priests, like fa priests famous in their diocese, getting the call to become auxiliary bishops either in their own diocese or in neighboring dioceses, which is how it often happens. And then from there, you'll see the auxiliary bishops become bishops in other dioceses. Start watching for that to happen and start watching for some high-profile bishops getting, getting promotions. But also beware because, again, it's been reported that Bishop Strickland is on the chopping block, that he is going to get punished. And the man that was responsible for that, for doing Francis's will in that matter, has just gotten a critical promotion that will enable, well, that to happen even with even more force because a cardinal has a lot of symbolic power that mere archbishops don't have. So well, that's our breaking news, though. 21 new cardinals, 18 of whom will have the right to vote in the next conclave, thus further stacking the College of Cardinals in favor of a Francis II being chosen by his by their peers to become the next Roman pontiff. Of course, some people will, will counter that, saying you never know how this is going to turn out. Could be that the bishops are really tired of this or that the Holy Ghost chooses the Pope. The Holy Ghost does not choose the Pope. I wish people would stop saying that because that means God actively wills some of the monstrous popes we've had in history. Benedict IX comes to, to mind. 
or Alexander VI or some of the other really nasty figures in history were actively willed by God. Not his permissive will where he lets us do things that are not in our best interest as, you know, as a church or as individuals, but his, but his active will, meaning he chose monstrous popes for us. That sounds like blasphemy to me, so I wish people would stop saying that the Holy Ghost chooses the Pope. The bishops, when they meet, or the College of Cardinals meets, the cardinals there can prayerfully ask for to have their intellects enlightened by the Holy Ghost for who the God, heaven would like to be the Pope. But that doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to do that or that they're going to listen. That they may just go through the motions of those prayers and then start engaging in ecclesiastical politics, which is gross. But I'm curious what you think of this. Are you surprised by this announcement? If you want to see the full list, and we'll, I'll probably go over the full list here in the next few days, um, I'll have links to the articles and the tweets and things in my show notes today at returntotradition.org. That's the name of this podcast with the .org at the end. Our hosts don't like posting links to websites that have advertising on them for obvious reasons. That's actually in their terms of service, so and I try to abide by their terms of service. But let me know what you thought of this in the comments, please. And like and subscribe if you haven't. It does help. So to sharing this on social media, that helps too. As always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.